Well, hey, everyone. So last week, y'all got the boys. And so it's only fair that this week you get a portion of the girls. Girls rule, boys drool. Sorry, boys. And although I know that y'all all greatly, greatly loved last week's episode, the boys are pretty cool, as y'all saw on my Instagram. It's time for girl power. So I am so honored to bring on one of our powerhouse coaches, Amber Hulse. She is the current Miss South Dakota, former White House intern and total political geek as she deems herself, which you guys will hear in this episode. We did a really powerful webinar last Monday on the 22nd of March. And so I'm going to drop you guys into this audio. We decode the six biggest lies that women tell themselves when they're prepping for onstage question and current events. And we help you show yourself how you can be yourself, your authentic self with your authentic beliefs and communicate in a really great way, even if you're not political. So I'm going to drop you into this audio and enjoy. We'll get started. Amber, do you want to share anything else about yourself really quick while I get this going? Um, other than the fact that I just got tested for COVID this morning um, and my voice sounds really awful. So bear with me, um, even though I sound like I, um, you know, sing in a, a jazzy blues bar or something. Like that. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So we're praying for Amber and her good health. Okay. So we're going to decode these six things for you guys. Who's excited? Put me in the chat if you're excited. So number one, what if I don't have a political background and I'm still formulating my opinions? How do I answer well? So my take on this is it is incredibly important for you to know how you stand on things. Um, but the reason for that too, you guys, is, is not just because it's a pageant. So if you guys have worked with me or listened to the podcast, you know that I'm always trying to help you increase your perspective because life happens after pageants. So sometimes what stops us from taking a lot of that action is because to us, it just seems like, well, I'm only developing these values because of pageant. And that's not enough of a why to make us actually change our habits in the day to day. Right. So if we connect that to, you know what, this isn't just for a pageant. It's really important for me to know how to have dialogue for the future and to know, you know, what do I want to teach my kids one day? How do I want to think? How do I want to believe? Who do I want to follow? What are the qualities that I'm looking for in um, my elected officials. And it's important for me to know what's going on in the world because that does trickle down and affect me on a private level on a day-to-day level. So I think when we, when I started to connect that to a greater why for myself, because I don't want to go into politics, um, that really helped me to have the fortitude to put that into my daily routine. Um, and that certainly helped me to answer well. And you don't have to be a politician. You don't have to be somebody who wants to go into politics. Um, and so Amber will talk a little bit about that too. So Amber, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. My two um, favorite things to always talk about is that all politics are personal and government basically touches everything or touches your life in some way or will at one point. Um, And so I know sometimes it can get really frustrating. I'm a political nerd, so I love politics, but I know not everyone is like that. And so if you are not one of those people, there is a way that you can connect with it, or I'm sure some of you probably have platforms that you're trying to make a legislative impact, or in some way you are going to interact with government one day. And so learning these things is amazing now as a young woman to know how to interact and have opinions about government, because one day you'll probably come into contact with it. And these experiences and things that you're learning um, will help you. Um, But also your opinion shouldn't have to be because you've studied it. A lot of, because politics is personal, you should almost have an answer once you kind of figure out what the issue is, you should be able to have an answer coming from your own heart, not because somebody told you you should feel this way. Mm. Amen. Absolutely. And wouldn't you say, Amber, too, that then 
in the moment when that opinion actually is personal, that's what helps an onstage question to flow, right? If it's just this head knowledge that you're like shoving in your head and out the other way, and it's not actually connecting with your heart and your values and your beliefs, that's where we end up getting flubs on stage a lot of times. Yeah, you can tell when someone has like the deer in the headlights look where one, they they don't know what they're talking about, but two, they are reciting what someone told them to say. Um, it's so much more meaningful when you can tell a candidate or a contestant is truly speaking from the heart on an issue and is passionate about something so you can take a political question and make it meaningful. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Has anybody ever felt this way? Is this helpful so far? I want to know if some of you fall into the category of I'm still formulating my opinions. And I want to know if that gave anybody a sigh of relief where they're like, okay, yeah, that's helped me like make sense. And that's, that helps me want to actually learn about this because it's greater than just a passion. I would love to know. Okay, number two, I feel like I have to be a politician these days to be successful in pageantry. And when I do study the news, it makes me really sad. How do I answer successfully if I'm not dedicating 24-7 to the news? So first and foremost, this is why Amber and I have put our heads together the past three months, because we know that this is a problem. And pageant women are so incredibly busy, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. And so you just don't have time to make this like your passion if it's not your passion, right? And you shouldn't have to. Um, and so we have created something that's going to help you to kind of safeguard those emotions. But the other thing that I would say to that is, you know, the things that are going on in the world should make you emotional. Like they should make you sad, mad sometimes, because I think we're living in a society that because social media is where we get a lot of our news, we don't spend the time to like want to touch those feelings. And therefore, um, that actually will affect the way that you end up answering a question because the judges will be looking for that empathy that you're going to give them to connect with you. And if you're devoid of that, then it's going to come off like this robotic, heady answer. So I would highly encourage you, you know, set a limit, like don't just bask in the news 24 seven, but, you know, figure out the news sources that you want to get your news for, which in what we're about to tell you guys about, we provide you with a bunch of list uh, of resources from uh, more liberal, moderate and conservative. And we, we want to help you with that. But it's super important to put that still into your calendar in a way where you're studying it enough to understand it and touch with those emotions or else, you know, it, you'd have to really ask yourself, like, do I do I really know this? And I think when we when we walk through life in that kind of desensitized, like numb way, that, that doesn't benefit you as a human. It's very natural and purposeful to have a wide range of emotions that we learn to understand, um, but boundaries are important too. So that's what I would say to that. Yeah, you're competing in a pageant. You're not running for president. Um, and honestly, most of the questions that I've seen asked, you don't need a policy background to know the answer to. Um, most, if not all, um, I've actually had to learn and Megan had to teach me how to not give a political policy answer to pageant questions because judges <laughs> would sit there and be like, what is this girl talking about? Literally, so, you guys. <laughs> there is the other side of the story here. Um, but like Megan was kind of saying, you need to use your emotions um, and let your emotions come through in these answers. Obviously, you don't want to be a deer in the headlights and just be like, I'm telling a story about how people have been, you know, impacted by this awful thing. And I'm going to sit here and smile like this. Like you should be coming across emotional. And again, like you can take a really not fun question and turn it into like that girl's the winner because as a title holder at moments in your life or moments in your year, you might have something not very fun happen and you have to kind of stand there and go, okay, how am I going to turn into this really awful question that this kid just asked me at a school event that could 
be heartbreaking and make it something empowering and make my message meaningful for these students. And so while they're not fun topics, um, at least you're talking about something political and this training that you're getting will make you a better title holder when you actually um, win the crown and are doing the job. Absolutely. And this is coming from two people. So Amber is the current Miss South Dakota. I'm obviously the current Miss Nebraska USA. Like we both had to be title holders through a pandemic as a lot of you guys did as local title holders. And so just know like these things actually happen, um, especially when I was Miss Nebraska. And if you're in MAO who are listening, like you are speaking 24 seven when you're not in an international pandemic. And so learning that adaptability now and learning how to okay, I'm feeling an emotion. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to handle this? And processing quickly, y'all know it all starts with mindset. And so you might as well practice at home and not for the first time have to process that and react to it in the moment when you have a camera in your face and someone's recording you. But like even me, I'm a you know political science major. I'm going to law school. I want to be in politics for the rest of my life. I don't spend 24 seven on the news. I only use certain sources that I can trust because I know if I get into the opinion section on the New York Times or I start reading these really emotional, really clickbaity pieces of news, it does make me upset, especially because that's where I am going to spend my life. Um, and so I get increasingly more passionate and upset about it and wrapped around the axle about it. So don't do that to yourself. Yeah. And as a, as an encouragement, um, this is a little bit off script, but like, I think, and maybe you'd agree or disagree, Amber, which totally cool. Um, also what we're here for, people have different opinions and it's totally cool. That's how I roll. But I, I really think that in the age of social media and Facebook kind of becoming this giant in the world, um, it, it's nearly impossible to not have an opinion about things, right? Cause it's so in your face and things are so intense. Like I think girls are, think that it's more attractive to be neutral, but I actually think from an authenticity standpoint, which we'll talk about in code number five or six, like that's not what judges are looking for anymore because you you really do have to take a personal side to things because most issues are incredibly personal nowadays. So I hope that that just like takes the roof off, takes the shackles off any girls feeling like, oh, I got to be in the middle. I'm like, no, I, I think it comes off as really pageant patty nowadays. What do you think, Amber? Yeah, I would say people or people and judges will respect you more for having an opinion and knowing how to back up your opinion or knowing why you feel that way and being able to provide whatever the reasoning is mm -hmm. than trying to sit on the fence and um, pander. I think it comes across as a lot more strong. You know how to back up what you feel like an argument with evidence. And that mm -hmm. comes across more intelligent, um, like you're strong in your beliefs um, that you're not, you know, like I said, pandering. Yeah, completely agree. Awesome. Okay, let's move to the next one. Um, I actually really enjoy keeping current with current events and what's going on, but I'm just busy. I'm a full-time student, work full-time, trying to handle all the other equally important parts of prep. How the heck do I handle being ready enough and manage my time well? Now, I know people watching in the comments have dealt with this. So I want y'all to drop a me if you have been in this position. I have to drop a two-handed me. So when I competed for, oh yeah, we got like 1,400 me's. Exactly. So when I was competing for Miss USA, and my clients can attest to this, I was creating the Interview Mastery Academy because I was like, yo, if I'm Miss USA, like I need to leave a legacy. My clients need to be taken care of. So I, 
I was like, I need to create this, this resource, this eight week course where women can still be taught. Cause I was like, they're my kids. Like they got to be taken care of. So guys, I took approximately like two weeks actually to myself and I felt so bad about it. I was like, I'm not coaching my clients. Like, what am I doing? I'm being a bad coach. Like, cause I take it so seriously. And so talking about needing to be current with current events, not to mention Miss USA was during flipping election week, bright idea, right? So like it was the craziest time literally ever. And you know, all this stuff going out and then the election and then is there fraud? Is there not fraud? Like we had to deal with that all week. Um, and even though Miss USA told us the topics, which they did by the way, insider, I don't know if y'all all knew this, but they told us the topics like the day before, um, and <laughs> y'all watched Miss USA. So that's I'm just no comment. But anyways, so uh, with top five, but they did give us the questions ahead of time. And uh, even with that, a lot of girls were really scared and really nervous. And it's because if you don't figure out how you study and really get that full context of things, and that's no disrespect to anybody, by the way, like I probably would have freaked out too. Those were really hard topics. They, they really were. And I was like during rehearsals, like writing stuff out. And I'm a smart girl. Like I study, con I study context, my brother's in politics. Like I still was like, oh my gosh, am I ready for this? Like if I get called for top five, like Wow. Right. So this is why I always tell my girls, you want to you want to study to the place of of mastery, not just proficiency. And again, we'll show you at the end how we're going to save you an average of about five hours a week on um, on research. And so that's all I have to say about that. I've been in your shoes, guys. Yeah, my uh, final top five question when I was crowned in South Dakota, there was one judge who knew I was a political nerd. And, um, you know, you pulled the judge's name out of the thing. Well, of course, I got his his name. Um, lovely man. We're friends now. But he <laughs> asked me a question about our former president. And it was not a fun question. Mm. Um, and instead of, you know, ruining my chance at becoming the title holder, I kind of just like laughed as soon as he started talking about the topic. Um, and I, I made a little bit of a joke. Um, because once you get good enough at this, if you know kind of the nuances of what's happening or you know what the reporters on the news are talking about, you get to the point where you can make it funny or you can de-escalate it by breaking the ice a little bit. Um, and I think even um, Miss USA, um, I think not last year, but the year before that at Miss Universe, she did this where she, a lot of the really hard questions, she kind of like jokingly de-escalated them a little bit. Um, and I think that if you do it the right way, it comes across really well. So if you enjoy keeping up with the current events, we're going to give you a resource or we're providing a re or we have a new resource uh, <laughs> going to help you um, with keeping up with current events so that you're not so worried about the busyness of it. So if you have the resources to do it and once you're studied up enough, most of the topics are kind of in the same vein. So as soon as you kind of know the gist of what's going on in the world, no matter what the angle of the question is, you know yep. kind of what you're going to say. So if you can say it in a really comfortable way and de-escalate these really polarized topics, it comes across even more prepared and you like like you are a master of the subject. Yep. Amen. And uh, this just reminded me of something, Amber, too. So in this product that we're going to share with you guys, we even detail out like the top 20 categories of kind of building your political ideology. We give you resources for best um, websites, like I talked about. And uh, even though the events of the week, which you'll, you know, you'll get a new update every week, will be changing. Like Amber said, great point. When you kind of learn, okay, foreign policy, okay, in general, what's going on in the Mid Middle East, okay, in general, who, who believes what about the environment? 
environment in general, you know, what are some liberal standpoints versus conservative standpoints on these major issues? And so we're going to provide you with a lot more so that you can get a global kind of foundation as well. And once you have that foundation to pull from you guys, I don't want you to think that you need to know every single detail about what does it mean that President Biden now entered us back into the Paris Climate Agreement? Like, yeah, you need to know what that is, but you need to just know enough context about that and then the environment in general. And, you know, maybe, oh, that's related to the pipeline in this way. And once you know one or two things about each thing, you can really formulate an opinion once you know, okay, well, I'm more conservative or I'm more liberal or I'm more whatever. That's going to help you more quickly get there and not be so afraid of um, those kinds of questions. You'll just be ready. Do you have anything to add to that, Amber? No, I think that, like I, like you said, once you have your foundation, you kind of know where you stand on certain issues. Not that there's always like a cookie cutter mold because people do have more, you know, moderate or, you know, liberal or conservative viewpoints on various issues. Not everybody's, you know, straight shot. Um, But once you do have that foundation, as the events build, you know, week to week, you know, something might happen. And then the next week there's a new update on it. As long as you kind of know the gist of what's ish going on, um, it's easier to answer those questions. Even if a judge asks you a really nitpicky question, at least you can say like, well, this is what I feel about holistically the issue. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. And then, you know, you can kind of think it like a, like a choose your own adventure. You're reading like a mystery novel and you're like, I wonder what happened this week. You know what I mean? Because you're learning, like you're following these events and you're actually keeping up without having to, you know, be indebted to the news for five hours, which they just talk about the same thing over and over and over. And so much of it is emotion nowadays or how I feel that it's like, that it's legit a waste of your time. So you're welcome in advance. We're saving y'all so much time. And that's because Amber and I had to agonize, agonize over it ourselves for the past like five years. So, okay, next one, decoding. I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't, this is someone complaining. I don't feel like with my particular background and beliefs that I can win anymore. I feel like the judges and directors are looking for one type of belief and one type of belief alone. How can I share my authentic beliefs and not offend people these days? Is that even possible? Now I want y'all to put in the chat if you felt like this is you, because I know we have all said these sentences out of our mouths. I've thought these sentences before. And, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier. So I don't think it's cute anymore to be that like pageant patty where where we put ourselves in this moderate box that just feels yucky on the inside. Like it it doesn't even feel like you. It'd be like knowing that you look beautiful as a brunette and wearing a blonde wig because the last five Miss Arizonas were blonde. And you're like, well, I just know that they're looking for a blonde. And I'm like, how? Like literally how? So it's the same thing, you guys. And the same way that women count themselves out of like, well, they just, they. I hear this all the time in MAO. Okay. Well, Tennessee just like singers. They don't like dancers. And I'm like, or like there just haven't been that good of dancers. And it's the, it's Nashville. Like, yeah, I lived there. Like everyone can sing, you know? So sometimes we, but we fit ourselves in this confined box of these blinders and we're like, well, the, the last, the last three girls were conservative or, oh my gosh. Well, like, look, at Lydia. Oh, well, I know I'm, I'm liberal, so I can't win in Indiana. Well, get down with your bad self. Yes, she did. Right. So as soon as she accepted that, yes, I can, it really changed the way that she put herself into her prep and spoke and believed, and then it manifested. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, I obviously lean one way more than the other. Um, I'm going to run for office one day. So I knew that walking into any of my, you know, pageant interviews or on stage questions that, Someday, if I said something that I truly didn't believe on stage or on national television, for that matter, 
that that could be used against me in my career one day. So I approached everything that I did in pageants knowing that I need to learn how to say what I want to say in a way that not only doesn't offend everyone and doesn't make me a YouTube meme, but also in a way that I'm not going to get attacked one day um, and have a controversial campaign ad made about me in my pageant days. So that was always a hard line for me to toe. Um, But like we were kind of talking about earlier, um, in pageants, I think it's more important to have an opinion um, and know how to back up your opinion. I think the judges, no matter where they stand, should respect the fact that if you have good reasoning to back it up and you know how to say what you feel in a way that isn't offensive um, and you know what other people feel on the issue and you know why they feel that way too, you can say how you feel in a way that doesn't come across as offensive. It comes across as this is where I'm coming from and this is how I feel this way. And politics is personal. So if you make it a personal story, hey, this is my experience. This is where I come from. This is how I feel about this. They can't attack that. Um, and I think that once again, you learn and you, you build your foundation um, of where you're coming from and why you have those opinions, um, that it makes it very easy to come across as authentic, but also answer these questions and not be weary um, of, you know, being untrue to yourself, but also not winning the crown because of your political beliefs. Um, yeah. But one really great way to, you know, form these opinions in a way that doesn't harm other people's feelings is by listening to what the other side feels about the issue. Um, And this resource that we are building um, and going to share with you at the end does a really great job of showing both sides and how people feel on both sides. So you can kind of not only determine where you stand, but how other people feel and why they feel that way, because that's particularly important. Um, Sidlani Brown asked, how can title holders approach this during their reign? Should title holders genuinely be, generally be nonpartisan? Yeah. Do you want to take a whack at that? You can go for it. Yeah. So um, during my reign in my Miss South Dakota contract, it actually said in my contract that on my title holder page that I should not um, share anything politically. And so this summer when people were doing different political activist things on their Instagram, I actually got attacked for not doing anything on my Instagram. And I said, well, it's in my contract that I actually am not supposed to be political on my Instagram. And that became particularly hard for me, um, especially as someone who is very politically active. Um, And again, I had to really toe that line. And especially for girls whose platforms are very politically charged. um, That's something that I think that you should talk to your director specifically about. But again, like you have to read the room a little bit. um, If you are a title holder in a state that is predominantly one leaning or the other, and you happen to be the reverse of that, you know, like you also are representing your state at a certain point. And if you don't want to be attacked on social media or Twitter by the people that you represent, um, you know, you have to just be careful of that. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is something that I would honestly say, um, if you have, if you have particular thoughts about this, that you're personally worried about because of your platform or because of your beliefs, that's why Amber and I do what we do, right? So get this resource. And then also you can upgrade to one-on-one sessions with Amber. Um, she's somebody that we funnel all of our onstage question and current events specific things with. So if you feel like you have this resource and you're like, okay, this is awesome, but I just want to do some mock. I just want to get Amber's thoughts on this or get some clarity. We have a whole host of resources for you at powerhouse, whether that's the inner circle or, you know, 
know, individual sessions or whatever, that we've really tried to provide this full-bodied approach so that we can take care of you. Um, and so if you want more info on that, you can reach out to Amber on Instagram or you can reach out to me on Instagram. So um, just take that as a little mental note. That's obviously not what we're here for today, but I mean, it kind of is, but um, we always, we're always here for you guys, right? And so we are so real around here. That's why we do these free webinars once a month. That's why we are always paying attention to just the, 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 cycle of pageantry, right? Like we know a lot of you guys are coming up competing in the next couple months. And so there's going to be a lot of fears that are stirred up and different emotions and different things. And so we always try and be super aware um, because at Powerhouse, everybody that I employ are people that have 100% been in your shoes and competed at the highest level. And so um, that's what's so cool is we, we literally just get to come back down and really raise up the next generation of Powerhouse women, you know, that get to be awesome and fulfill their dreams and we've gotten to fulfill our dreams. And so of course we're passionate about being as authentic as possible and pouring into the next generation of um, people because you guys will carry an incredible influence. And I promise you, never in five years have we had to mute someone's voice. Um, but it but it does come with emotional maturity, which again is a skill so worth it for your life that it's worth building and being self-aware of, you know, the right place and the right time to share those things. Um, but a lot of people are so scared that they never even develop their opinions. And so like, let's take those shackles off too. Okay. Next one. Um, I'm a very blunt person. I know exactly how I feel and why I feel that way. So I find it really hard to speak in a way that is pleasing to all. Plus I just feel so fake sometimes. Can I share how I really feel and still win? So my answer to this, uh, and Amber and I were laughing about this earlier, but I was like, well, have you met me? Have you met Amber? <laughs> have you met some of the other people that have won in our organization? So absolutely you can. And again, that comes with emotional maturity. I won't beat a dead horse, but like I'm one of the most opinionated people on the planet. God made me an eight for a reason. And, you know, I questioned that for a little bit. I was like, gosh, do I have to like be this like person that I'm not, but no, like it was twofold on, on one hand, God created me that way, or maybe you that way listening, um, because he called you to have a voice and probably have influence in that way. But with power comes great responsibility, right? So it was my responsibility to also be so secure in myself that I didn't feel like I've been given the mic and I have 20 seconds. This is my chance to convince everyone that I'm right. Like that's called pride and that's not cute on anyone. And I don't care if you're right. Like if I don't like you, then I'm not going to pick you. So there's a really beautiful transition as you grow in knowledge, which therefore produces confidence, courage, and likability. There also needs to come this humility that comes. And that's really ultimately what we see in a lot of our winners. So that's my take on that. Yeah. Um, I guess when we were, Megan and I were first talking about this, um, you know, I, one of the first things I brought up was how I'm very unique from any other Miss South Dakota that's ever been crowned and will probably be crowned after me because every person is their own unique person. Um, and so you don't have to be fake. You should be unique. You should be your true and authentic self, as corny as it sounds. Um, and you can come across as straightforward and not beat around the bush and how you feel um, and be, you know, blunt in a respectful way um, and share how you truly feel and still win. Um, I discussed Donald Trump on stage about 20 minutes before I was crowned Miss South Dakota and made a joke about Nancy Pelosi and was very blunt. And it was good and fine because I broke the ice and was able to do it in a unique way where I came across as relaxed and was kind of like 
chilling around, you know, if I was chilling around the senators and in the Congress, you know, making jokes, uh, but I was on stage. And honestly, sometimes when you're a title holder, you end up in situations around, you know, people who are very politically charged or people from um, those types of backgrounds. And to be able to interact in a room like that as a young lady um, and be able to to chill with the chill with the guys a little bit, or I don't know how, really how better way to say that, but um, once you find your foundation, you can do this um, in a respectful way and you don't have to be fake. 100%. And let me just attest to this. So Amber has done this and Lydia did this. And it's and Lydia, again, very liberal. Amber leans a, a different way. And so it works on both. It works on both ends of the spectrum, you guys, and, and both in situations where it, it's hilarious. I think so oftentimes we ostracize ourselves and we're like, oh, well, because I'm conservative or because I'm this. But I promise you guys, like I have had this exact conversation as the coach with person A and person B who are on, who believe completely differently and they're both terrified. Okay. So it's not just you, like don't count yourself out in terms of like, oh my gosh. But what they both did, which was so beautiful is they were able to read the room in a way. And Lydia did this in her interview where they used humor as opposed to it being really uncomfortable, but it was appropriate. And Amber, I'd love for you to share specifically, if you remember, um, how you did it because you weren't personally attacking Nancy Pelosi. It was really something that like was clever and that cleverness is like, oh, wow, shoot. That was like really perfect. That was really smart. Like, I loved that. Yeah, I forget what the the judge asked me something about like Congress getting back to work because they were holding off on doing something. Um, and what I would tell Donald Trump or if I was a member of Congress, like how I would deal with it. But it was like a really specific issue. Um, and I said something along the lines of like, you know, if Nancy Pelosi ever said one thing right, it was this or something like funny that was like, I don't agree with her, but I agree with this thing that she did say. Um, and it, it was funny because I started off like saying like, oh, let me tell you a Nancy Pelosi quote, which shows that one, I, I still listen to what she has to say, um, but two, that, you know, I can deescalate tough situations, which is what on stage questions purpose is to do to see in, as a title holder, can you think on your feet and can you handle stressful, not fun situations in a way that comes across as natural and graceful um, and deescalated this really not fun question, made the entire audience laugh and then ended it with something about like how Congress needs to get back to work and stop kicking the can down the road, which like every American can basically get behind. Um, and so if you can you know, figure out a way to make a joke like that, in a tough situation, do it. Um, I think most of us feel the same way about politics in the sense that we're all kind of tired of it. Um, and so you can relate with both sides um, when you figure out how to do that in an appropriate way. Yeah. And if you're thinking to yourself like, wow, that's brilliant. A, you're right. Cause it was brilliant. <laughs> I remember afterwards Amber telling me about it and I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, that's so clever, but that's also what we're here to help you guys do. Right. So like when you, if you develop, you know, you use our resources and you develop that and you get to a place where you're like, okay, I feel like I've like learned myself and where I'm at. And now I want to take it to the next level. Again, that's where you could utilize Amber as a resource and why I love her and why I chose her for our company is because she's able to masterfully put her own opinions aside like any true politician should. Let me just preach that for a second. Right. And 99% of people can't. 
and is able to be that diligent re- resource and researcher that's like, how how does everyone feel? You know, because that's being a good American, that's being a good citizen, that's being a good title holder, that's being a good human. Is like if you can't go to coffee with somebody that starkly contrasts what you believe and at least hear their why, then I'm sorry. Like there's n- you have no reason ever winning a title or being a person of influence. It's because being offended is not cute, you know? And it's just not. And so I, I really honor Amber for that. And and that takes hard work for anybody, but she has a supernatural gift for that. And you guys, I just can't wait till you get to see, and we're going to show you a little bit behind the scenes of this resource because we've worked our butts off and um, we're just so passionate about it really helping you. And I hope that you guys can see that. So, okay. Last one. I've worked with coaches before who just tell me what to say and I hated it. I'm afraid that if I set myself up for something like this again, that'll be a huge waste of money and I'll be too uncomfortable to stand up for my beliefs is what coaching is like. Well, um, I will just tell you that this is a huge reason why I got into coaching um, because my first mentor that I hired when I started Powerhouse Pageantry at 23 ran off with $5,000 of my money. And so I was like broke as a joke and working at a coffee shop and I, I could have been like, oh my gosh, entrepreneurship doesn't work like, or I'm broken. There's something wrong with me. And so, um, not all coaches are like that, but unfortunately I hear that a lot and no, you know, I think well-meaning, honestly, well-intentioned coaches even tell people what to say and how to say it, but that's just not the vibe. That's not, that's not our core values at powerhouse. Our core values are to help you believe, you know, and figure out who you are because your life matters far beyond just what you can do for me as your coach of like, oh, well, I look cool on social media when you win. So that's the only extent of how much I care about you. Like that's barf to me. So, um, that's just not, that's just not how I roll. So Amber, I'll toss that over to you. Yeah. I will never tell you what to say, what to think. I will give you the tools to determine what to say and what to think. And if you know what you want to say, but don't know how to say it, we will work with you to figure out how to say it in a eloquent way. But I am not making you a deer in the headlights. I am not making you pageant patty. Um, If anything, I want to make you a political nerd. Um, But I, yeah, in typical life, you are not going to have someone in your ear saying, this is what you should say. Or let me think about the 30-second thing I memorized to say in this interview for a job one day. Like, you're not going to have that. And so all of these tools are things that, one, are applicable to other moments in your life, um, but will also, you know, help you speak better in other ways than politics as well, because you'll be able to form an argument, um, not just politically, but, you know, to share what you think about things Um, whether it's in a boardroom, a hospital room, or whatever you're doing with your life one day, um, you'll be able to, you know, be a prominent voice that people listen to because you know how to share what you feel. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So those are the six codes that we kind of wanted to decode for you guys. Uh, I would love to hear more, either DM us later about which one stuck out the most to you or put them in the chat. But now the big reveal, we're going to share with you guys what we've been working on. And then we have one more thing that we'll share with you and we'll get out of here. I'm so proud of ourselves for the timing because normally I talk forever. So um, this is what we have to share with you. It's an amazing program called Pageants and Politics. Look how cute this is. So every single week, um, we drop them usually on Wednesdays, you know, unless we have a life crisis, it might be a Thursday. But um, when you guys sign up, it's only $47 a month, which is 
literally pocket change. It's like basically a dollar a day. And um, you're going to be able to get a weekly digest that Amber has curated for you every single week of what's going on in the news and then also an audio format. Um, we've all created pageant binders. We've all tried to download 87 different apps on our phone. And that's cool. If you still want to do that, awesome. But we we put this all into one easy to use resource that you literally log into just like Facebook every single week. And you can download them, print them out into your pageant binder. They're usually three to five pages every single week. And Amber even breaks it down to the point of having sample questions, giving you extreme context for some of these, and uh, then also in an audio format. She works super hard on these, and uh, it's it's easy to, to digest. It's super simple. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, and again, this, this is something that we created because it just it's really easy and so it's gonna we hope that it serves as a total replacement um for your your prep and saves you an average um of about five hours a week amber's working at least at least that much on this every single week and so um amber while i pull this up you can go ahead and share a little bit more about your process or just what they can expect any of that stuff and i'll, I'll pull this up here yeah so i mean like right now i literally live on capitol hill um, last semester I was interning at the White House. I'm going to law school in September, August. Um, so I can tell you that I at least feel comfortable sharing all of this with you and doing the research. Um, I was a political science major in college, graduated with 4.0 in May. Woohoo! Um, but this is like my passion and my world. Um, I am extremely bipartisan with a lot of these things. Um, for those of you who may lean more to the left, this might seem a little bit more conservative to you because a lot of major news sources nowadays do lean a little bit more left. But That's I want to prepare point. you um, if you do have a really conservative judge on your panel that is going to continuously poke at you and ask you and pick you um, to ask questions about so that you have that perspective as well, because I know how hard it is to find reliable news sources um, for right-leaning um, that aren't clickbait. Um, so I struggle with that personally, um, but really I use major news sources um, and try to really cover major news sources in a way that does display both sides. Um, and then I provide, you know, sample questions like Megan said. So, you know, sometimes it's funny, a judge can give you a little bit of context and then ask you questions kind of like off the wall from what they just mentioned. And so I try to do that um, with some of the sample questions. And then also I provide an audio format where I basically just read what I have written um, for those of you who are audio um, learners. Like me. Yeah. So look how cute this is. This is just one of them. So actually when you join for a limited time, you guys are going to get the weekly digest all the way back to January. So you're welcome. You're literally getting two and a half months for $47, which is nothing. And as you can see, um, she describes what's going on and then she has some sample questions that go along with it. And it's just enough information where you can really see, you know, the, the, behind the scenes of things. It's really easy to understand, um, not full of the political jargon or legal jargon or whatever. And then she gives you even some sample answers to what we think would be the toughest question of the week, which obviously transgender people in military and sports can be an extremely tough issue. So um, even she explains the difference between equality versus equity and the safety angle, the military angle. Like She literally has put her heart and soul into this to make sure that you know exactly what's going on. And like we said, we've competed at Miss America. We've competed at Miss US. Say, like we know the kinds of questions 
that they're going to ask you. And so we want to put it to the test. I was actually just coaching a client last week and I told Amber this, it was the cool little testimonial that was like, I didn't even mean to, but she wanted to do some mock. And so we were on a one-on-one session and I was like, you know what, let me, this isn't completely done yet, but let me just show you pageants and politics. And so we just went through a bunch of these questions and she was like, oh my gosh, like coach Megan, I, don't know what I would have done like without this. I like, I, I don't think I would have been prepared for any of these. I didn't know half this stuff was going on and I understand everything. And this is just, it makes me feel empowered that I actually like believe in myself through this. Hey, hey, Coach Megan here and just so excited. Wasn't that a cool little webinar? I thought that was something different that we could provide for you guys this week. So all the links to pageants and politics is in our bio, in our show notes. It is everywhere on social media. And if for some reason, odd reason, you can't find it, feel free to DM myself or Amber and we will absolutely get you hooked up. We are so passionate. We have put our heart and soul into pageants and politics the past three months. And we really do want this to be a total replacement for the stress and the headache that is current events prep. You know, whether you come from a political background or an apolitical background, whether you are still learning your beliefs and kind of developing how you feel or whether you're really solid and blunt in them, kind of like Amber and I talked about, and you just need some chiseling to learn how to be a bit more empathetic and understanding, pageants and politics will 100% help you do that. At the end of our call, um, we had a couple questions and answers, and it was super cool. Um, A few girls were actually asking already, oh my gosh, well, how do I work with Amber? How do I work with Megan on more of this stuff? And so we were telling them that uh, Amber does have one-on-one spots available as well. And you guys can DM her to get that all hooked up. So we are so excited for you to crush it. Please let us know on Instagram if you've joined. Um, Take a screenshot, make it fun. And as you continue to progress, we just so look forward to hearing all the testimonials. Um, They're already pouring in. We've had so many people who are just freaking out using the product already this week. And like we said, we did this because we've been in your shoes. I've been in y'all's shoes twice and um, just really have a passion to help everybody. So please let us know how this is helping you for a limited time. Like we talked about, you will actually get all the way back to January for free. And those will not always be on there. We're going to keep it to a month at a time just so it's fair for everybody. But right now you guys will get three months for free. Um, So make sure you sign up for that. It is a beautiful product. You're going to love it. It's super cute on the inside and an audio and PDF version that you can print out every week and also listen to. So have an amazing week, everybody. If you have any questions whatsoever, please feel free to email us or DM us as always. And I hope to talk with you very, very soon. Hey guys, Coach Megan here. And again, welcome to season three. I'm so happy to have you here. Please, a couple things I wanted to just say, share this with a friend that you know needs to hear this today. Um, We give out this free information all the time because I'm so passionate about lowering the barriers to entry for women to be successful in pageantry, but also to grow themselves as transformative leaders that know their identity, are great communicators, leaders, and also are initiating and engaging in their calling. So with that, one thing I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of is a brand new program that we beta launched last fall called the Interview Mastery Academy. And there's nothing like it on the market in the pageant industry. And as a competitor and a coach, somebody who's gone through this and been in your shoes several times, I created this because there was a hole in the market. And I am here as a coach and as a person who loves women's empowerment to fill those gaps and see those problems and provide solutions for you guys. And so this is an eight-week course that is not just pageant coaching, although it will transform your communicative ability as well as your leadership. It's 
also going to transform you as a person. We get down into the nitty gritty about your mindset, your, your different personalities, your core values, your style, your social media. I teach you how I built a six-figure company online, specifically through Instagram. We go through everything from your platform to your paperwork to on-stage question to the advanced questions framework. We handle everything. It is all-encompassing, you guys. I even have 2,000 practice questions as well as timed mock interviews and a national level packing list. I have truly put everything on the inside of this academy and we'd be honored to have you be a part of it. So how you can get involved is at the end of every episode, you guys can DM us on Instagram. You can email us info at powerhousepageantry.com or the easiest way is just to click the link in the show notes, no matter where you're listening and we'll send you right on to be able to access either a one-on-one strategy call with me personally, a free 30 minute call, or if you're ready right, right to sign up, you can just tell us and we'll give the information to purchase. It is something that will absolutely positively transform your entire life guaranteed. And I've created it as a total replacement for one-on-one coaching so that through the craziness of life and the busyness of your schedule, you can ensure that you have everything necessary to be successful in pageantry, but on your own time and on your own terms. So if you'd like more information, click the link in the show notes or email info at powerhousepageantry.com and a member of our team will make sure that you are taken care of. And with that, I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you are following us on social media at powerhouse pageantry and at Megan underscore Swanson. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.